This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Joe Biden's pick to lead trade and agriculture policy for the administration offered previews to their governing strategies today. For starters, Catherine Tai had her confirmation hearing at the Senate Finance Committee. Tai is a former House Ways and Means staffer and Biden's nominee to be the next U.S. Trade Representative. Her hearing touched on a wide range of trade issues, including the U.S.-China relationship. The agreement that we have with China is the agreement that we have, and there are promises that China made um, that China needs to deliver on. She says aside from phase one commitments, the U.S. should pursue broad changes to the trade relationship. I think that we would all be delighted to have those structural changes in China, to have our economies be more compatible. Uh, I think it is absolutely worth um, exploring with China, but I also want to note that those are conversations and those are roads that have been um, uh, well-worn um, by uh, U.S. trade representatives uh, before me. And so uh, on this issue of the U.S.-China trade relationship, I would like to say that we need to be exploring all of our options. Tai also discussed USMCA, Japan, and a host of other trade issues. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack spoke with reporters today for the first time in his new tenure as the nation's top ag official. And make no mistake, climate-smart agriculture is going to be a major aspect of his time with the Biden administration. So I think it's important and necessary from a soil health perspective to do what we can, as quickly as we can, um, to begin the process of, of helping to reverse those trends and to restore the health uh, of our soil. Um, and I think farmers understand better than anybody the importance of that. And that's why you're seeing uh, additional adoption of cover crops. That's why you're seeing more and more farmers embracing crop diversity, um, rotational grazing, a variety of other activities. One suggestion to approaching soil health and climate change has been the creation of a carbon bank funded through USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation. Senate Ag Committee member Roger Marshall says he wants to make sure any CCC-funded endeavor leaves room for existing farm program funding. We want to make sure the CCC's main priority is uh, helping those farmers and ranchers, the commitments that we've already made through the Title I programs. And during the interview process, Secretary Vilsack committed to that. So I think that's what's important. There's more on Vilsack's early priorities in our story on agripulse.com, where you can also find thoughts from Marshall in our Washington Week in Review. Everyone knows expanding rural broadband nationwide will be a costly proposition, but just how expensive will it be? Agripulse's Ben Nulli has more. Quickly closing the gap between rural and urban high-speed internet access won't be easy, and one company says it's a $100 billion problem. Speaking at NASDAQ's Winter Policy Conference, Matt Wolman with Land Lakes, a member-owned cooperative, says closing the digital divide is an 80 to $150 billion problem that needs to be addressed. We're advocating for at least an investment of $80 billion to close this. We recognize that that may uh, need to be, be distributed in a number of different ways uh, through different various different programs. We're being uh, technology agnostic in, in terms of uh, what uh, what investments we're making. Wolman says strong coordination is also critical. There are several federal agencies that have a role in broadband deployment. We need to make sure that they're coordinated, that there's a strategy, and that they're also coordinating with the states. Uh, the states have programs as well, much of which you would know about in, in your individual states. 
then there needs to be strong coordination and the program and the strategy needs to be in sync. According to the latest report from the Federal Communications Commission, 14.5 million people don't have access to broadband and 11 million of those live in rural areas. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. In 2020, the Farm Bureau family gave $5.4 million and 1.4 million pounds of food to food banks, food pantries, and pandemic relief programs while growing food that feeds America. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.